Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Good morning and set foot on the boat. We put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. And we argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. Do you want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. It is Nick's birthday again. Or it was. It was last Friday. It was his birthday. He's a very old, happy boy. Look at him. So he's glowing. So, so we're doing every year we have to do a birthday season for Nick because he's so special and important. So this year, he decided he wanted to talk about Fast and the Furious. So we're going to figure out the best Fast and the Furious character from its shared collective universe. Of all time. That is correct, folks. And here in Group D, here's, so, you know, we don't say this as often as maybe we should, but we do not make the rankings. We do not make the seedings. We make a list. We send it to our bracketologists. And sometimes our bracketologists are dicks. Yeah. And sometimes they make a final four into just one whole fucking group. And that is, that's what's happening here. For those of you that have been following along and listening, you've noticed we haven't talked about a certain few people. Well, they're here. Dominic Toretto, here. Brian O'Connor, here. Tej Parker, ludicrous, here. The entire <laughs> Shaw family, here as well. The, be- uh, the, great, the, the highlights of the entire franchise, all here. And here we are to talk about these wonderful, amazing characters and only pick one of them <laughs> for, to, to go up against the other four. So we have the three seed, the Shaw family going up against uh, the 14 seed, Brian O'Connor. Then we have the six seed, Tej Parker going up against the 11 seed, Dominic Toretto. Cody. Where do you want to start? Let's start with Shaw family, Brian O'Connor. So Brian O'Connor is the main guy, right? What it's was Paul his Walker. Paul Walker. They had, okay, this rip and Paul, rest of these Paul Walker. They had a chance with the unfortunate passing of Paul Walker for the first time in the history of these films to give them any sort of stakes by writing off Brian O'Connor. They could have killed him and made it like, oh shit, these movies are ridiculous and obscene and we get shot at a thousand times every movie and no one ever gets hurt until someone does. They could have made it feel like at any point something you, I, I've watched a few of these movies and no point did I ever feel actual danger for the main characters or that they could possibly lose. And they had a chance to really put that in there to keep us yeah. on our toes. And they chose not to do that. They, and they like actively, I think it was like within like weeks of his passing and they decided to continue the film. Like, yeah, we're not killing. Him. We're not, yeah. we're not going to do that. And so then what it leads to, who knows? We'll never know. Right. That, I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait until I get my opportunity to experience other lifetimes and other parallel universes and, and multiple, you know, all of that to see what the Fast and the Furious franchise looks like with Paul Walker, because in Vin Diesel's mind that there are a lot of trilogies happening, the trilogy, the eight, nine and 10 trilogy, which is the, which are all movies without Brian are the ones where everything goes up, finally runs off the rails. Things were getting crazy and pretty big, but we are still like, Mostly low-level technology and cars had to matter. And <laughs> now then space. now it's boats. Now it's fucking yeah. laser beams and stuff that hacks everyone's cell phone. Nuclear war. I, like I just looking it up, I thought they were long conning us. And I was seeing if Paul Walker had a son, and they were just waiting for him to get old enough to look like Paul Walker. And then they were gonna have Paul Walker be played by Paul Walker's son. But that's not an option. He has a daughter. Hey, no, they, no, they what they did was they don't look that similar, though, is my no, point. no. But what they did was is when they filmed because there were still scenes that needed to be filmed after Paul's past, 
especially to like basically write him out of the series. And they used his brothers. So the big scene, the final scene, Paul in the white car, Vin in the black car, driving off with Khalifa. It's been a long day. That is the most heart-wrenching thing that's ever happened. But in that scene, that's his brother. And they just paced Paul's face on his brother. So I don't know, once again, I don't know if having him was like the thing that kept it grounded. Like when he, because Paul Walker was a producer too. So at some point- he was the first one? He's like, you guys, this is insane. This is insanity. (laughs) Is there any way we could tone it down? Like just a little bit, just a little. And they're like, all right. And that really kept uh, kept that at core. And then once he left, they were like, we got to honor Paul by going fucking nuts and <laughs> going like, to the moon, bitch. Like we Taking lost our emotional core. So now the only way to make these movies good is instead of having emotional beats, we just, we just throw shit like into the moon and we just see where we go. Like that's I, one way to lean into it too. Like we lost the only person who's probably a very good actor. So we're just going to have to get rid of acting, but it's, yeah. a, story, it's a movie. <laughs> no, we're going to have to get rid of acting. Acting's gone. Everybody. There's no <laughs> need to look at your script until the day of, cause it does not matter. And that would explain why the rock's so pissed off. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to act. I'm trying to really get into this character. They're like, Oh no, they, these aren't characters anymore. These are just words on a page that you say that day. And they are not tied to anything you have done before or after continuity. Fuck it. But here's the thing that's so weird is that because he's not dead in the universe, there's a few things that they do that have bothered me. One of them is that at the, in the eighth movie, the first one without Paul at the very end, the whole point is that we find out that Dom has a son. He had been hooking up with this one chick when Letty, when he finds out that Letty's alive, he like tells her to kick rocks and goes and marries Letty. And, but the woman had a baby. And so now Dom has a son and for whatever reason, which makes no sense, I don't think you can legally walk out of a hospital without naming a child. She does not give the child a first name. I think you can do that. You could. I think How? you have like a week. I think you have like a week to fill out all the paperwork. Well, this is a little bit longer because this kid's like two years old. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like two and he's still like, this. This is my, <laughs> this is, this is my son. Baby. I am the man with no name. <laughs> yes. So, and I don't know how you like, um, so the thing is this woman for two years when like, what's your son's name? Well, his, I haven't seen his father since he left and I would like his father to name the child. Hey honey, I don't think he's coming home. You should really name that <laughs> fucking kid. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably not coming back from getting those cigarettes, girl. Like, Could you, you imagine me? if that was your actual life and like you had a friend who was doing that and you'd be like, sweetheart, you gotta, you got, no, he's just, cause here's, cause she would have to say this to you. No, no, no. You don't understand. He's a secret agent who, along with his friends, helped save the world in black ops missions that we never know about. (laughs) Yeah. So just name the kid. (laughs) Yeah. Then if he wants to come back, it's not hard to change names. Like, I mean, it's paperwork, but like, well, it's a child. It's not like they have a bank account yet. Like, don't worry about it. But anyway, so he then does exactly what you think he would do when he gets the child. Oh, and they kill the mom. So don't worry about if it's awkward when the two moms meet. She's gone <laughs> uh, they you know you know the second she's like i didn't name the child a you know what the name of the child's gonna be and you also know that this woman is not gonna find out what the name of her child is yep and so right at the end it's like everyone meet brian what that means though because brian's not dead in the universe he just didn't make this cookout it's like <laughs> yeah. is co- like and i don't know yeah, dude 
I don't know if anyone else would feel weird about this, but like if, if my best friend, if Cody somehow through like, a, a, not a miracle, like a, a, I don't know. If you ended up with a child, I just had a cat. I just got a cat and I tried to name it Nick and Catherine wouldn't let me. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, even if I was the best person you knew and saved your life on multiple occasions and you were like, Hey, um, I just want you to know our friendship means a lot to me. And I, um, I want to name my child after you. I would look you in your eyes. Man, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. I could oh, right fuck here. this up. What if your kid doesn't like me? <laughs> like he's going to meet me. It's not a guarantee that just because we're best friends that your kid who is, na- is my namesake is going to be like, yeah, he's pretty cool, dad. I get why I'm named after him. No, what you if- instantly put this explanation. Ex- the kid's not going to like you. It's impossible, especially as a teenager. He's no. going to hate your guts. Right. So why would you do that to your friend who is, remember, still alive? And then in the last- Do they, I feel like this movie does a lot of wink and nods to like the audience. Like, you know, he's dead, right? You know, he's dead. In the most recent movie, this one's a lot faster. They did the most fucked up thing, which is they're all at the bar. Everyone, it always ends at a barbecue, right? They're all at the house. And what happens in the final two seconds of the movie? Brian shows up. Brian Skyline pulls up. His Mitsubishi Skyline pulls into the driveway. End of Fuck. film. And you're like, hey, 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 I'm fine with you keeping him alive. I get it. I get it that like emotionally you couldn't do it. But do not manipulate me and act <laughs> like fucking Paul Walker's going to get out of the fucking car and be like, like, he's like that to me is I'm like, hey, now that's called gaslighting. And we don't approve of that in this in this modern era. I mean, we got to lock in Brian O'Connor, right? The Shaw family's got Roman Reigns in it. That's all I know. And nope, that's all that's that Hobbs. That's Hobbs. What? Yeah. No, the Shaw family make up the two villains for two movies. So in one of them, it's Deckard. That's the guy who runs. You've seen this scene because we played that game. He's the sociopath who runs a tank on a busy interstate and just blows up other cars. Which doesn't kill anyone. Well, they, they, I love when movies do that thing. We're like, no, you saw people get out of their cars. You're like, did they though? Because when he first gets on, those cars are moving towards him. Yeah. And they're just exploding and flying off the bridge. Everyone's fine. I do remember that because at the end of that scene, there's like a five second part where they're like, can you believe nobody died because of that? <laughs> You're like, and that's it. It's like, what the fuck are you? Pretty sure a lot people of die. people died. I'm pretty sure everyone is dead. You guys aren't because you're gods. It's like this like, belief like, well, if we made it, then fuck. If one of us should have died. So we didn't. So everyone else is probably kicking. Whereas yeah, like it'd be all just scattered blood across everywhere. And then- I'm sure they're important. I'm sure the Shaw family's important. They made the cut. But Nick, this is Brian O'Connor. This is the white skyline. This is Paul Walker. He's the I reason just... we have Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is Wiz Khalifa, actually. He, he died. Wiz... <laughs> he died and they, they turned the pro- his body into ash and Wiz Khalifa smoked it. <laughs> and then, it, then, pre- then took over the soul that is. Or- Paul Walker was doing some really problematic blackface and kept calling himself Wiz Khalifa. Oh no. Nick, I want you to smoke me when I die. I don't want it. Please. I'll tattoo <laughs> you. I'll like, I'll throw your ashes anywhere at anyone. I, I would even, I would go so far as I would take, I would take your ashes. I would put water on them and I would make a paste and I would then rub that paste all onto my body. And I would dance around in a ritualistic circle around fire until it caked onto me and then finally broke off. So the new shell that I emerged from is not only myself, but now is you. I would do that well before, and I would do that in a city park (laughs) before 
I roll you up into anything and take a hit. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I will note this and when I'm making my my final rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as as I oh, damn it, Cody. I get it. All right, fine. You're right. It is Brian O'Connor. I get it. But the, the there's a scene where they get into a plane to save little baby Brian. It's the greatest action sequence that's ever happened in all of in all of time. It is the greatest action sequence. I swear to God. And also, we didn't even get to talk about the fact that Helen Mirren is a mafioso like type. She runs the underground London crime syndicate. What crime did Helen Mirren do that the producers of this shitty franchise know about? That they have on her that they were like, she's hey, knighted, isn't she? I think she is. I think yeah. so. She's like you of can't. the team. Yeah. And they were like, Helen, we, um, well, we know you drink baby blood. <laughs> and uh, Vin wants you in the movies. So you do either it. do that you're or movies. you're in, you are, once again, the Fast and the Furious proving, oh, the Illuminati's real. There's no way. There are too many great actors who are spending their time in this franchise. Oscar winning. I wonder, do you think they do it just so that way in the trailers, they can say Oscar nominated? Yes. Oh, because there's no way any of these movies are getting close to the fucking Oscars. No one else has them. But like all of a sudden Brie Larson's in it. She's got Oscars. Helen Mirren's got Oscars. Charlize Theron's got Oscars. And Kurt Russell, like you're just bringing in people so that way when you play it, but they like do it real quick. So like it says Oscar nominated and Helen's name is like right under it. And then very quickly Vince flies in. So it <laughs> yeah. almost kind of looks like the saying Vince Oscar nominated. That's so good. Oh man. <laughs> what? I, we got to think of a deal. And for the final four, we'll think of something we will do if Vin Diesel ever manages to win an Oscar. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Cause that means the church of the rock has fallen. That's Right. That means our religion has failed. Oh, us. Does that make Vin Diesel like our Satan? It kind of does. Because the rock was, is. the rock's like our God. He went and did everything he touches is gold. And he went to the promised land of the fast and the furious. But then Vin Diesel tried to take down the rock. And the rock strucketh him down. Strucketh mightily and said no. So now the, and then the rock moved on to bigger, better things. So that means that Fast and the Furious is hell. <laughs> Fast and the Furious is hell. Now, so now when you're making me watch Fast and the Furious, you are literally making me sit through hell. Now that makes me like it again, actually. That part, uh, I do like that because you will have to watch these movies, some of these movies at least. Yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right. I All right. Brian here's Okay, okay I know this Let's is going to be crazy. I Here's the thing. In the same way, I, w- I almost want to treat Brian O'Connor in this bracket the same way that the current franchise does. He's not with us anymore, but he's always there in spirit. But we have to move on. We have to move on because this is who we will have continuing. And br- I, nah, you it's can't Brian O'Connor, dude. I know, but it's all right. We'll get to it. All right. All right. All right. All so right. Now we got Tej, which is, of course, ludicrous, correct? Yes. Going up against Satan himself. Satan himself. All right. So. A little bit about Tej, because he is the true example, I think, of like the movies just being like, fuck what you heard. Because Tej, when we meet him, is in Too Fast, Too Furious. He is maybe a mechanic, but he's also the guy who runs the races. That's his job. Hasn't raced since because he got he hit a brick wall going a buck 20. So then that's the last we see of him. It was fun. We all had a great time seeing Ludacris in a movie. He comes back in five and is now the best Vault crack safer, wait, safe, safe cracker, cracker, vault safe cracker in the known world. <laughs> so you either imply that somewhere through, and then basically his role, he's tech now. Like he is on the, in the crew. 
he's tech. He's the guy when you can't, when you don't know what to do, he's, he's hacking. I've got this drone that can fly at a hundred miles an hour. And also it can spray it with any, this chemical that'll kill anyone, but it tastes like watermelon. It's like, what? Why do you have that? Why do you have that? I don't know. I'm the tech guy. So he just become, he became the tech guy. And it is one of those things where it is so like, there's nothing about his character in that movie that would ever give you any glimpse at it would all I would need is in one line in too fast too furious where he's like oh yeah you know I'm I'm ex black ops I uh, used to do you know now but after kind of the hustle and you know I'm just tired of fucking killing dictators so you know or helping us figure out what the dictators were so I just I just fix cars now yeah right? something no nope. he he just shows back lacks, there's no long-term storytelling in this movie and in, uh, in this franchise and that's what I love the most about it. and there's no desire to ever fill in potholes I think like when you go and watch like all of Star Wars right now exists to fill in plot holes. Hey, why did they know where to shoot the Death Star? And why would there, why would the Death Star, the great, you know, the greatest archaeological or architectural masterpiece of the, of that era, why would it have a fail safe? Why would it have a little button or a little space that if you blew it up, everyone would die? Who the fuck cared? But then too many people started talking about it on the internet. So then Star Wars is like, fuck, all right, we'll make a movie about it. And like, <laughs> that's the, and then the same and, thing's happening on the, the corners of the internet here with Fast and the Furious. People are talking about the plot holes, the lost continuity, how nothing makes sense. And Fast and the Furious comes in, it's like, you know what? We're going to kick it up again. Yeah. Fuck it. Hey, you know how you know how to like crack safes and like, you could maybe be like, well, maybe, you know, if he's, you know, maybe kind of a bad guy, like he maybe had learned some stuff. I can live with it. They're like, no, no, no. Next movie knows nuclear secrets and how to handle nuclear bombs. Huh? <laughs> Those Why? are different units in the military. Dude, he hung out at Mar-a-Lago for a weekend. And yeah. it out. <laughs> it's like every time, that is my favorite part about the Tej character is every time they just need it, like they need, like as they're writing the plot out and they're like, fuck man, we need a whole new character to like really kind of explain how this would work or how to do it. They're like, no, nah, just put Tej in. <laughs> Tej got this. There's nothing about Tej that would have implied he knows how to handle this level of machinery. Nah, just put him in, man. He's he got, fixed, got, he put, he, we saw him in two against Dominique Toretto. The whole, the franchise is a vehicle for Vin Diesel. Say that sentence aloud and tell me it doesn't sound like a fever dream. Yeah, <laughs> that this is where he shines. Like there is no other world where Vin Diesel is as big or like makes as much sense as like a, as a character as a person, whatever, than the Fast and the Furious. I, I don't think I've seen him show any range of emotion. He plays cold, quiet, hard ass, and that's it. He winces a little bit when he asked, whenever they talk about Brian. He gives a little, <laughs> and that's how you know. That is hard. He looks beyond in the steely gaze in that sound. You're like, man, he's really, he's really going through it right now. <laughs> he's fucking hurt. Damn, Dom. I'm, I'm sorry you have to go. I, damn it, man. I know. I know. Cody, I know. I know. No, but I know something. And that's that I don't, I find Vin Diesel's character the least interesting of all the characters. I See, this he is why I didn't want to say it, but this is why I didn't want to move Brian O'Connor on. Rest in peace, Paul Walker, and all the great things you did. But you were, he wasn't really doing much anything. He's the number. He's the number two in the movies anyway. He was number two to Vince, so he was just locking Tej. This guy knows everything. He's got nuclear secrets. He can crack safe. Dominique Toretto drive good fast. That is all he does. I just 
His plans I, are never his plans either. He's just the one that says them. I he is literally a middle manager. Te, oh wait, the project Tej? manager for he this. is project managing the whole. He is the project manager for the. Wait, wait, Dom or Tej? Dom. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he. Yo, I He's just HR. Tell me, Toronto's HR. <laughs> he doesn't do anything except manage people's expectations and drive fast good. Drive fast good. He drives fast so good though. He's the fastest. He's the fastest boy. Here's I just I can't as much as I want to. As much I thought, as I like I, I, I said Brian was the fastest boy. No, no. I mean, there's theoretically one race that Brian has beaten Dominic in, but everyone admit everyone was like, you know he let you win, right? Like they wouldn't let him have it. In the same way that Don, uh, Vin Diesel does have it in his contracts that he can't actually lose a fight, like a Is physical. Yeah, him. They they pull out the contracts. Him, Jason Statham, who plays the Shaw, one of the Shaws, and uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I imagine this all though had to come from Vin Diesel's contract, and then someone learned about it, and they were like, "Well, wait, if he has that in his contracts, and I have to fight him, I'm guaranteed to lose." Fuck that! I want it in mine too. No, no. Yet. Fuck that. Like, Dwayne heard about it. He's like, I'm not losing to that motherfucker. Uh-uh. I'm not, not writing on anything. my fucking watch. I have a religion around me. Yeah. I'm a man <laughs> of the clock. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> These two kids in this podcast? Oh, I'm man. not doing Tej. I'm doing Tej. I will. I'm going to, I'm going to lock in Dom and we'll go. We will, we will solve this. The only way we know how with the American voting coin of 2004 as brought to you by random.org. We've got John Kerry facing up, which means George Bush is on the other side. Low C does get to pick, and that's going to be you, Cody. Where are we going here? I'm going to go with Bush, baby. Okay. All right. We will flip. Bush. All right. Bush. Tej into the fucking, look at that. Dominique out. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm fine with, because it's you. And like, I'm not the Fast and the Furious fan who got Dominic Toretto out in the first round <laughs> of the best characters of the Fast and the Furious movies. It's ludicrous, dude. It's no, there is nothing that seems more perfect. Like of all the people who like the person who seems like he's actually having the most fun in these movies is ludicrous. Like there, his character and the way he acts because he, once again, he is the, if of all the gods, he's the Loki. Yeah. He's the, he's the jester. He's the one who like, because he has immortality is like, this shit's fucking awesome. And it's hilarious. And he's lived a million lives. So that's, that explains like why he knows everything that he does. I, that's what I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think he's timeless and they're all be, they all are immortal, but they just have to like restart their lives. So it's an immortality through reincarnation sort of thing. Sure, so sure. that's why they don't have necessary memories of it, but they have the whole physical memory. So the nuclear codes, the fucking safe cracking that kind of shit that makes sense to me yeah and it's just like here's the thing see now but see now i would now have to then also now be the final the the final fantasy the fast and the furious fan who would decide to put tej over brian now paul walker (laughs) like you know the other guy (laughs) the other most important character in the franchise who's still alive although (laughs) he's very much I really, there, there is a side of me and a part of me that really believes that, that, that they're faking his death I in could, real life to oh, have, Jesus. to have all like for the, the movie, ultimate, all for the 10th movie, all for the 10th movie. And then they'll do what they did with Han and they'll show it to you in the trailer where you're like, huh, that feels like a really big secret to just 
leave, put in the fucking trailer. And they're like, yeah, Paul never died. Haha, we just made it up. And now he's here. Everyone, aren't you happy? And they're like, and we as a society are like, no. This is maybe the most fucked up. His own daughter like didn't know. <laughs> His family's been mourning for years. Everybody's so sad. And they're like, no, we just need to figure out a way to sell Fast 10. Jesus Christ. Well, The Rock wasn't be... going to be in it. So we pulled hey, that lever. I would see Fast 10. It would work. You're like, <laughs> to know that fucking Paul Walker. God, that would be the wildest shit. But here's my thing. Like I said early on, as much like I love these movies and I love watching these movies, but you are not watching it to watch Paul Walker. Like it is now so much more. The movies have become so much more about the cast. And like, every, once again, the, the ultimate problem with the movie is that they continue to make characters that are infinitely better than Dom and Brian. Yeah. That's what I'm saying with Tej. And if like anyone that was like in the first movie, trash characters. And so, and then they didn't know what to do to make those characters good. So they just made really great other characters. And now everyone's like, I could probably do without like the, no, the I'm franchise blocking it, Tej, but I think we need to get into the economy of this movie real quick. They keep releasing Fast and the Furious movies, right? Yes. I assume everyone gets a pay raise every time they do one. One would have to assume. The movies keep making more and more money every year, every time. So, yes. I'm just trying to say, did they solve capitalism? Do you just keep making Fast and the Furious movies? Do we all get to work on these movies? (laughs) It needs to eventually become its own full economy. Like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a Fast and Furious economy here that we need to take part of. Because the economy we have currently is not working. Well, the Ouroboros of itself would be, though, is that the only reason it makes money is because we see it. So then we, as the people who work on the film, we would use the money we make that the film gives us to go to see the film, watch it. Yeah, but of course we would because I worked on it. Are you tell me if I worked on a movie, I wouldn't go watch it. I know, but I'm like, at some point, then there's only so much money because the money it made the first time. <laughs> no, I understand logistically, but I don't think you're seeing the point I'm making. It's Fast and the Furious. It always makes more money. But it can't make more money if all of us are involved in the money. We charge Bezos more money to see it. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Dude, if a movie ever, if anything ever, if anything ever said, you know what? Oh, you're Jeff. Like if you like if Bezos is at a restaurant, right? He's sitting down, orders a meal and that restaurant comes back and hands him a check. And the total is one million dollars. And they're like, he's like, um, the the steak was only three hundred. The wine was two fifty. Her shrimp and lobster was around three hundred. I should be paying maybe a couple thousand, but a million? Like, no, you're Jeff Bezos. It's a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, why? You're Jeff Bezos. Why would I not? We're just going to well, charge was, you oh, more. And then he's going to, the headlines be Jeff Bezos refuses to pay bill at restaurant. Yeah. Is this what, is this the Is that what you want? You want to look like a cheap son of a bitch? Bezos? Jeffy B? Yeah. And even when you come out and say like, they were charging me a million dollars, all of us would still be like, that is a, a less than tenths million, maybe hundredths fraction of your wealth. You couldn't toss a million dollars to a restaurant to help wow. keep it going? Jeez, what's the money for, Bezos? What are you doing with it? That's that's got to be when we when we're like tax the rich. It's like you can't trust the government to tax the rich. Yeah, that's why I'm saying we implement tiered payments for all all companies. If you have a private company, you charge people based on what they can pay. Yeah. Dude, could you even fucking amount? like to make it like whatever fair would be? If it's like, if McDonald's was like, hey, we believe that a burger should cost a tenth of your weekly paycheck. That's how much a burger should cost is whatever 
one, not a, like a 0. 0.01 yeah. of your paycheck. That's what we, 100 of your paycheck. That's what we think you should have to pay. And all of us are like, yep, that seems fair. That for Bezos is literally millions of dollars. <laughs> He's got to like, drop like, it on that. Unj- like no joke. If he wants to get a double quarter pounder, you know, some of us are paying, you know, maybe three bucks. Some of us are maybe paying 10 bucks. Bezos is literal millions. Hell yeah. To dude. eat that double quarter pounder. I fucking, I wish dude. And, I, and then in any movie theater to go see the Fast and the Furious, dude, how much? Okay. hundred percent. How much money do you think Bezos would pay if they told him that they would let him cameo and become part of the Fast and the Furious crew? Oh, a mil. No, no. It's got to be more than, they pay the actors more than a mil to be in the movie. I think it'd be a bill. A billy? Think about how cool Jeff Bezos wants to think he is <laughs> versus how cool Jeff Bezos is just rich Vin Diesel. Dude, Richer you have- Vin yeah. Diesel. Like Bezos would fucking pay a Billy, right? He's in the movie. He's like, I'm in the crew. And then they like fly out into space and they like do a radical backflip and land. And they all get out and they're walking up to fight the final boss. And the rock kicks in the door and Elon Musk turns around. He paid two Billy. He's (laughs) (laughs) dude. As like, as cool as these people want to fucking believe they are. Cause like, Hey everyone, just remember these are fucking dorks. These are a (laughs) bunch of like, fucking dorks vin diesel also is a fucking dork like this guy was like before doing this he was a hip-hop dnd dance like he was a hip-hop dancer who loved dnd i'm not saying you can't love those things i'm just saying that guy whoever that is in your brain is vin diesel in real life bezos made a book selling website and then over decades is now bezos but that it's not how it was supposed to happen. He's not. That's how I, this is how I know there's no God. Are, yeah. are we looking at Tej Parker? I think we're like, I, 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 dude, this is wild then. No, no, Nick, this final this is, four. This is ludicrous. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, but I love you. And I, I just, I, like I said, Brian has never been the reason I'm there. He's not. Yeah. He's just like, you're like, way to go. I took, and I took Dominic Toretto down. Yeah. I did it. I took Satan down for you. you I did, did it for, for you, me. Brian. Thank you. No, Thank for Dwayne. You. I did it for Dwayne. Did it for Dwayne. Thank you. I'll, I'm with you. Let's move Tej in. So, so our final four is Roman Pierce, Cypher, Luke Hobbs, and Tej Parker. Wow. What two, I'll watch two movies. Give me two. Fuck. Well, damn it. Because I, I would give you, I would make you watch Fast 9 because that has, that'll give you three of them. Got it. So then, I mean, a Luke Hobbs movie because he's out after eight and eight's the flex scene, but that's not. No, I mean, you got to watch Fast Five again. Like, that's... Okay, Fast Five and Fast Nine. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I'll give it... Yeah, you got to do Fast Five and then Fast Nine. Yeah, because that's... Fast Five is, like, the... When people, like, are, like, it got better. Or, like, that's when everyone loves it. That's when they bring in the whole new crew. Yeah. And then... uh, All right, so if you want to watch these movies with us, hit us on our stuff. Do it. Tell Nick all about it. Yeah. Five and and uh, (laughs) nine. This is wild. I love it. All right. Um, and as always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure to like, subscribe, definitely rate and review. All of that would be incredibly yes, helpful. Yes, do it for Nick's birthday. Give him a birthday present of a sweet review. Just say nice stuff. Yeah. Give us five stars and say nice stuff. It's not hard to do. And you can email nice stuff to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com, go to contact and submit nice stuff through there. Or you can say nice stuff on all the social media because he runs that. 
Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook at Friendly Comp Pod. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff? Head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. We got the final four coming up on Friday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.